It's time for Lawyers for Jesus, a show about the dynamic and exciting interaction of faith and the law. Featuring the attorneys from the law firm Malkin Baker in downtown Chicago. Malkin Baker is nationally known for defending freedom and for serving the people of faith. And now, Lawyers for Jesus. Hello, welcome to Lawyers for Jesus Radio. I'm Whit Brisky, an attorney and partner at the law firm of Malkin Baker in Chicago. We are Christian attorneys who focus on serving the body of Christ with its legal needs. To learn more about us, go to maukbaker.com. That's M-A-U-C-K-B-A-K-E-R.com or call 312-726-1243. What's the best way for you to make a difference in the fight against abortion? Today, I'll be speaking with Tom Glessner, founder and president of the National Institute of Family and Life Advocates, commonly known as NIFLA, a public interest law firm committed to providing legal counsel and training for pregnancy resource centers. In 2018, NIFLA had a major victory in the United States Supreme Court that upheld free speech. This year, on May 20 through 23, NIFLA will be hosting their National Legal and Medical Summit in Virginia Beach. And uh, for, for lawyers, uh, and nurses, uh, continuing legal education or continuing education credit in the case of nurses will be available. Tom, welcome back to our show. I'm just uh, happy to be back, Wet. Thank you for uh, having me. Uh, Tom, tell us a little bit more about this upcoming NIFLA National Legal and Medical Summit. Well, it's going to be held uh, May 20th through 23rd and the Founders Inn in Virginia Beach. Uh, we have a very good relationship with uh, Regent University Law School. In particular, we have uh, a couple of speakers from the law school uh, participating. Um, this is the fifth year we've done this, and we really had a vision quite a few years ago, actually. I, I wanted to create an event that would bring lawyers together, Christian lawyers together, get CLEs, of course that's important, but more than just the CLEs, the fellowship and be inspired and uh, share your lives with each other, and, and uh, that happened years ago when I was uh, quite a bit younger, uh, where Professor Herb Titus, or Dean Herb Titus at Regent University Law School, had a couple big summits back in the 90s, and I just wanted to see if we could recreate it, that atmosphere. So uh, the event's going to be at Virginia Beach, the Founders Inn. Uh, we're ho- going to have a good turnout, and we're hoping that people listening will consider coming. Well, you say uh, lawyers uh, are part of the people who are welcome to attend. Who else can come? Well, uh, we call it a medical and legal summit, uh, or legal and medical summit. Um, NIFLA, of course, is a network of uh, 1,500 pro-life pregnancy resource centers and medical clinics, and we do a lot of training in the medical field for nurses, primarily in the area of limited ultrasound uh, used at uh, pro-life pregnancy centers. So uh, nurses in particular uh, would benefit greatly from the medical day. Uh, they will get continuing education units. Uh, doctors who work at pregnancy centers would benefit. Uh, but anybody, whether you're a lawyer or a doctor, is invited and will benefit. The information is really good for those who work at pregnancy resource centers and pregnancy medical clinics. In fact, we had a lot of the non-medical, non-legal people there last year who just worked at centers 
and they raved about it and were real inspired. So anybody connected at all with a pregnancy center is certainly welcome, even if you're not connected with a pregnancy center. But to want to come, if you're a lawyer, you get CLEs. A uh, nurse, you can see use. If you're not a nurse or lawyer and pro-life, still come. Good information. Well, good. And, and those folks who are working at these uh, pregnancy resource centers are really the heroes in this story. I mean, we lawyers can do this behind from behind a desk mostly or in courtrooms, which we are comfortable with. But uh, those are the real heroes. And I'm going to ask you again toward the end, but I want everybody to hear this uh, no matter when you tune in. How would you sign up for this conference? Go to nifla.org, nifla, N-I-F-L-A dot org, and you'll go to our homepage, and there will be a, a, an icon there to on the, on the Legal Summit. Click that on, and uh, it will take you right there. You can see the summit topics. You can see the speakers. Uh, all the information necessary, and also, most importantly, there's a link to register. Okay. You're listening to Lawyers for Jesus Radio. I'm Whit Brisky of the law firm of Malkin Baker. If you missed part of this episode or want to hear other Lawyers for Jesus interviews, visit malkbaker.com forward slash radio. You can also subscribe to our Religious Liberty newsletter and follow us on Facebook and Twitter for legal updates with a biblical perspective. Today, we've been speaking with Tom Glesner, the founder and president of NIFLA, about their upcoming uh, National Legal and Medical Summit. Now, tell me, Tom, what are some of the topics that are going to be uh, covered? We have a great great variety of topics. Um, the future of the Pregnancy Center movement in the post-NIFLA Becerra era, of course, for those of you who were uh, following that case, that was our victory in the Supreme Court last year where the state of California's effort to impose and mandate uh, pro-abortion speech on pregnancy centers was thrown out by the Supreme Court. We're in a post-Nifla uh, Becerra era and what's going to be happening specifically to pregnancy centers. There's a growing threat of land use regulations to stop pregnancy centers, particularly mobile units, uh, from uh, being effective. Uh, we're going to be hearing from uh, a lawyer who's been involved in that aspect. In fact, we had one case right out there in Illinois, the TLC yes, case we, regarding... Uh, that was you guys, our, wasn't our firm it? Has been, yeah, our firm has been involved in these uh, land use regulations, both with respect to churches and pregnancy centers. So, yes, absolutely. It's great. Time. Well, you know, yeah, sorry, I, I realized that was you guys who did that in, in Illinois. So <laughs> that's a critical case. And they're making efforts in... Um, Maryland, too, to essentially zone out the, the ability of pro-life mobile units to be effective. Uh, who, who's going to be the speaker for that section? Noel Sterrett is going to be speaking there. And um, do you know Noel? Uh, Noel was formerly a partner with us, uh, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He left us, uh, but, uh, but we love Noel. Yeah, yeah, well, we're excited to have him. We're very excited to have him. Um, Roger Severino, who is an attorney and works with HHS, HHS um, Health and Human Services, also going to be speaking on their efforts to uh, enforce the Weldon Amendment. Uh, of course, Congressman Weldon from Florida years ago had passed what we call the Weldon Amendment, which uh, makes any, any state or entity that receives federal funds uh, and discriminates against uh, 
doctors uh, from from uh, protecting their conscience and refusing to uh, participate in abortion, uh, the federal government under the Wellman Amendment can come down very, very hard on, on those people. And in fact, HHS joined us in our efforts in Hawaii after the uh, Nifla Becerra victory. We had a suit in Hawaii uh, against the state of Hawaii for this virtually the same law and Hawaii backed off and agreed to a permanent injunction. Well, the problem with the permanent injunction, it only impacts the center. There was, NIFLA was a plaintiff and one center was a, a plaintiff. So it only impacts the, the center that was a plaintiff. So theoretically, Hawaii could then go after other centers if they dared. Um, HHS made sure that's not going to happen. <laughs> they, they came in and uh, got got uh, the agreement from the state that they're going to lay off pregnancy centers. So Roger Severino, we're very honored to have him. We, we have uh, other, uh, Alan Parker from the Justice Foundation in uh, Texas. Alan has developed uh, legal action that can be done to protect young minors from uh, being forced to have an abortion where a parent or a boyfriend or an aunt or an uncle is taking that young woman and taking her into uh, the abortion clinic and essentially compelling her to have an abortion against her will. There's various legal things that can be done to prevent that. Alan has uh, really uh, pioneered that program. He's going to be speaking on that. Ago, a, few, a few years ago, Tom, we had one of our uh, associates actually stand on the steps of a pregnancy center uh, in order to interfere with uh, uh, a young woman who wanted to uh, uh, avoid having an abortion, which her parents were forcing her to have, and uh, successfully, uh, now she's raising this uh, this young baby. So uh, that's well. God bless the person ever that. that was. Yeah, Alan has uh, really put together a nice legal packet for lawyers with letters, um, letters to fax to abortion clinics in the area saying there's a young woman, name her by name. She is, if she appears at your uh, abortion clinic, uh, she is doing it against her will, and uh, we will be monitoring this very carefully. If she has abortion at your place, uh, we will be taking further legal action. Uh, letters to give to parents, advising parents you cannot force your daughter to have an abortion. You're violating her rights. Uh, letters that can be handed to boyfriends and all the people who would apply that type of pressure. So Alan's put together a really nice legal packet for lawyers on that, just a template. So you don't have to reinvent the wheel. You can get it off from Alan. Um, well, particularly really, because it's usually a, a very emergency kind of situation where you want to do it uh, quickly. Exactly. You, may, you don't even have time to get into court for a TRO or anything. It's just boom. You know, so you got to be ready to go turn it, uh, you know, on the dime. So, uh, Tom, we're going to come back uh, to uh, to this uh, subject in a couple of minutes. Coming up, we'll talk further with NIFLA's founder and president, Thomas Glesner, about how you can participate in productive efforts to help end abortion. I'm Whit Brisky, and this is Lawyers for Jesus Radio. Hi, I'm Ashley. 
My husband and I really wanted to adopt, but we were intimidated by all of the adoption regulations and paperwork. We needed an attorney who not only understood the law, but also cared for our family. That's what we found with the attorneys at Malcolm Baker. The team at Malcolm Baker not only carefully guided us through the adoption process, but they also regularly took the time to pray for our growing family. It's so clear that their dedication to the gospel drives what they do. Call us at 312-726-1243. That's 312-726-1243. And let's talk. Welcome back to Lawyers for Jesus Radio. I'm Whit Brisky, an attorney at Malkin Baker, a law firm based in Chicago, which serves churches, ministries, businesses, and individuals with their legal needs. If you missed the first part of this show and want to listen online, go to malkbaker.com forward slash radio. Today we've been speaking with the founder and president of NIFLA, Thomas Glesner, about the upcoming uh, legal and medical summit that they're having uh, in order to uh, really strengthen the work that they're doing uh, against abortion. Tom, welcome back. Thank you so much, Whit. Appreciate being with you. Uh, Tom, uh, we were talking about some of the topics. Uh, in the next uh, couple of minutes, would you uh, continue to, to flesh out who are the uh, speakers and what are they going to be talking about at this conference? Well, uh, one person I, I like to talk about, I've known him for years, is uh, uh, Dean Professor Herb Titus. He used to be in his... Uh, Non-Christian days, he was a member of the ACLU and the dean of University of Oregon Law School, uh, became a Christian. He uh, is a dynamic constitutional scholar. He was the dean of Regent University Law School for quite a while. He's a constitutional expert, and uh, I just love hearing him talk. Uh, his title is Why Roe versus Wade Was Wrongly Decided, When It Was Decided, and Why That Matters Now. Um, you know, we're beginning uh, to talk more about that topic because I believe in our lifetime and sooner or not later we, we're going to see a reversal of Roe. Um, and what's coming up, a lot of people have been uh, talking and raving, as they should, about the movie Unplanned. But another movie is coming up in October. is going to be released, and the name of that movie is called uh, is, is Roe vs. Wade. Um, and uh, it's it's been produced by pretty solid, committed pro-life people on the big screen, and it just goes into all the nastiness and the deception and the deceit that went behind that decision. And I believe those two movies this year are just really going to pave the way for a change in public opinion and pave the way for that day when we can get Roe tossed. So Herb's going to be talking about that. That's going to be a really great topic. Um, well, I know uh, when uh, I reread uh, Roe uh, many years after it had been decided, um, a- and after I had uh, come to the Lord and become a believer, uh, I read it and I said, well, what's the, <laughs> what's the legal basis for this? There really isn't any. And uh, no. so I think that's a, an interesting, very good topic for lawyers to look at. And one topic, uh, which is a sleeper, but uh, it's coming up, is uh, there's a continuing effort to pass the Equal Rights Amendment. 
Um, we have a, a with Denise Harley from the Alliance Defending Freedom is going to be teaching on that, and um, uh, that I think people need to wake up to. Uh, people thought, well, I thought that was dead. Uh, well, maybe, maybe not. Um, traditionally, uh, a, a constitutional amendment that isn't passed within seven years has been considered dead, but there's nothing that mandates it to be dead. Uh, the other side is now claiming they only need two states to affirm it for it to become law. And so what would undoubtedly happen if that if, if that were the case, if they get their 39 states they need, um, they would claim it's law and there'd be a big lawsuit. You know the story. There'll be a federal, you know, there'll be sh uh, judge shopping and probably find a judge in the Ninth Circuit to say, no, the Equal Rights Amendment is good. And <laughs> so that's just the political battle on it. But... Um, the Equal Rights Amendment would open the door wide for the expansion of abortion rights and uh, create a crisis, I think, for, for pro-life pregnancy centers in particular. Okay. Uh, you know, we haven't talked about, we've talked a lot about the legal subjects and, and given a number of those, but uh, for the nurses and doctors who may be listening and other medical professionals, uh, what are a couple of the uh, topics for, uh, for them? Well, the medical day uh, is for doctors, nurses, and also non-medical people. And lawyers are, are absolutely recommend to attend as well because, um, you know, you're advising a pregnancy center. You need to understand some of the medical issues and what the, how the law pertains to that. But uh, uh, we are just going to do some practical skills uh, help for the nurses and, and tips in providing what's called limited obstetric ultrasound. We've got information on the abortion breast cancer link, which is really critical. Um, there's a, a procedure out there now called the abortion pill reversal, which is really exciting. But people need to understand how that works and uh, what the risks are involved in that. And then for, for lawyers in particular, this would be extremely helpful, uh, is uh, HIPAA, health insurance uh, 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 oh, I always want to say protection. Health, health, health Insurance Privacy and Accountability Act, H-I-P-A-A. And lawyers need to understand that and uh, when it applies, how it applies, if it applies, those types of things. Uh, so it's really good information on that medical day as well, and we would encourage lawyers to sit through it if they want to really uh, school themselves and everything that the, the pregnancy center is doing that they're working with. Well, HIPAA is uh, particularly uh useful for lawyers in a variety of areas, whether you're uh, trying to do litigation and, and uh, discovery in the litigation exactly. process and you're, you're trying to get medical records, or whether you're doing estate planning uh, or a, a bunch of other things where that, that really affects a lot of things. You're listening to Lawyers for Jesus Radio. I'm Whit Brisky of Malkin Baker, and we're talking to Tom Glesner, founder and president of the Pro-Life public interest law firm, NIFLA, about its upcoming conference. Uh, now, Tom, uh, what are some of the current pro-life initiatives that NIFLA is working on in addition to this great conference that's coming up? Well, we've been monitoring state legislation in, in light of uh, NIFLA versus Becerra. And let me tell you, our, our, our job has been a whole lot easier because we won that case. <laughs> Well, Had we lost the it. Illinois Attorney General would uh, wake up and agree. <laughs> well, you know what? His day is coming, and 
you know, you may you want to may want to reference it. I can, but you may want to reference what's going on in Illinois. But we do have a permanent injunction against Illinois. So, but uh, you know, you want to maybe. Still uh, yeah, we're still fighting. Um, let me let me put it this way: California has agreed to now, and we haven't made it. I can make it public, but it hasn't been officially approved by the legislature. But they're going to be paying almost a million dollars in attorney fees out on God. what they pulled. Um, now, if Illinois wants to continue to smash their head against a brick wall, let them do it. And I know you guys are involved. You you know, great. We are. Get attorney fees for you. Get attorney fees for our our people. But uh, you know, they're going to lose. They they have no case. Uh, you know, in in their position. So we're scratching our heads and saying, why they're not just walking away and you know. Surrendering. Hawaii did. Hawaii passed their law very hostile to pregnancy centers, but when NIFA versus Becerra came down, they just caved. And, uh, you know, in fact, we have a very interesting video clip of Hawaii legislators that tune each other out for saying, why did we do this? We knew it was unconstitutional. This was stupid. Maybe we've learned from this now. <laughs> you know, yeah. so, um, well, Illinois, their, their day's coming. Um, well. Connecticut, I'm sorry, go ahead. Well, I was just going to ask you, what are some of the most effective ways to reach um, our intellectual opponents, if you will, the, the people who favor abortion rights? How do we reach them in a way that uh, they're not going to just get angry and reject our message? Well, you know, we found actually that people who wanted to be rational about it, as far as California and Hawaii goes, uh, people on the other side who really wanted to sit and sit back and be rational about it actually ended up agreeing with us, because the issue in those cases and in Illinois is can the government mandate uh, that pro-life people, pro-life doctors in Illinois, speak a message that they fundamentally disagree and that violates their consciences? Now. If you put it in that regard and then put it in another context, I was very honored to be on the Tucker Carlson show, Fox News, in November of 2017 after we heard the court was going to hear our case. And he looked at me incredulous and he said, well, could the government mandate that Hindu temples promote hamburgers? And I smiled and I said, well, how about uh, the law mandating that uh, Alcoholics Anonymous post signs uh, telling their adherents where the local liquor store is? Or how about the law mandating that the American Cancer Society promotes cigarettes? Ridiculous, right? Well, except that had we lost our case, it wouldn't be ridiculous anymore. So just take it out of the abortion context and put it in any context and people get it. You know, uh, in Illinois, what, what the state has done, frankly, with, between you and me and our listening audience, far more nefarious than what California tried to do. Uh, and Illinois is arguing that it's medical standard of practice to refer for abortion. Well, if they win on that point and a doctor refuses, he's going to lose his license to practice medicine. Am I right on that? Tom, you're absolutely right. Thanks for speaking with us today. How can people learn more about your national conference and when it is? Go to NIFLA, that's Anna's and Nancy, I. F as in Frank, L-A dot org. That's our website. Click on the uh, icon for the National Legal and Medical Summit 
says Truth and Power's Life. It's May 20th through 23rd. I hope to see you all there. It'll be great to meet you. If you have a legal need or a question and want the perspective of a local Christian attorney, contact us at Malkin Baker. You can reach us at 312-726-1243 or at malkbaker.com. That's M-A-U-C-K-B-A-K-E-R.com. Thanks for listening. I'm Whit Brisky, attorney at Malkin Baker, and this is Lawyers for Jesus Radio. You're gonna have to serve somebody. Yes, indeed, you're gonna have to serve somebody.